This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, I'm Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes at 10,341 Young, which I'm going to talk about how we're moving. Uh, Bogart's still on the assignment. Glenn's probably still celebrating from yesterday's uh, uh, baseball game. And uh, I've got to say something about Glenn. Glenn is one of those, he is an expert. And uh, it is a case of he has touched it. He goes to all the events, the World Series, uh, golfing, uh, any kind of big event anywhere in the world. Glenn goes to the events. Uh, it's uh, Daytona 500, if it's going to be Stanley Cup, uh, it's going to be uh, Super Bowl. But he's actually, that's why he knows. He was actually on the plane with the Blue Jays, I think, when they went to Atlanta. Okay? So, going back to that, uh, he's not here today. I'm here by myself. We're going to have a great show. He's hiding. It's great. Hopefully, you guys just like it a little bit. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Cheese Boutique, by the way. That we're going to talk with them later on. But they are closed tomorrow. Uh, Sam and New Gen, my friends of the show, as I call them, Sam from New Generation, who makes all your inside, if you want to have a new kitchen, new bathroom, or just vanities and stuff, he will make them for you. My friends at Coppison's Corners, uh, Southworks Antique Mall, and Michael Cycles, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later on today. Now, the call-in number, get the, get a piece of paper, get a pen, make sure they both work, because you never know when I'm going to say something informative or just something you want to copy down. Uh, 416-360-0740 is one of the numbers. The out-of-town number is 866-740-4740. If you want to call about anything, like I'm saying, anything you've got at home. We're going to be talking about Rick Clare. He'll be talking about downsizing. We've got sports cars, beetle items, automobile stuff, um, garden gnomes, art, dolls. We're going to talk... We've got a segment today on dolls. Now, guys, don't turn off because we're also going to be talking about Gretzky dolls and Bobby Orr dolls and stuff like that as well. Art pottery, costumes, gold, jewelry, cups and saucers, military items, old prints, purses, political signs. I mean, you get the idea. I know. If I don't know it, I know someone who does know it. And if you want to find out what it's worth today, how I can, how you can get rid of it, how you can get the highest price, not just get rid of it, I mean, anyone can go to one of these downsides. Well, we can donate that. Or we'll sell it to you for $5. Sell it for $5. No, we'll get you the most money on it. But a big announcement today. Big announcement. Um, this is really big. We're moving. Um, September, we're going to be at a new location. We're Right now, we're still at 10341 Young. But you can only really bring in, like I say, things you can mail. Gold, silver, coins, comics. Something that's small, watches. The big stuff we can't take on because I'm 
actually, we're just bursting at the seams. In fact, tomorrow, um, my good friend Amber Giroux from Zoomer TV is going to be, not tomorrow, the next day, Tuesday, where we're going to be filming a segment at, about our new store and about her just going around and finding out about what's going on in the city. I don't know all the details, so I can't give you any more. But we're going to be opening this store at 5 St. Regis. Now, our numbers are still going to be, copy this number down, because this is the number you're going to, in case you don't listen to the show again, 905-737-4653. That's the number of my store. If you want to make an appointment to bring something up, if you're bringing something now, at least call us in advance. Prepare. Let us be prepared for what you're going to do. Or 647, this is my number, 298-8989. You can send me pictures. You can call me. I'll actually answer it. And we can talk if you're too shy to talk on the phone. So I want this is a call-in show. I gave you the phone numbers, uh, 416-360-0740. And it's like, we're, anything you need to know, if you just want to know, what should I do with this? I've had this, or my grandparents had this. Or, like we say sometimes, I don't want your grandparents' stuff, I want your grandkids' stuff. A Pokemon card just sold for $3.9 million. That's a little bit, that's something in your house worth more than your house. But this unique, we are going to be opening the most unique consignment store in Ontario. We'll have jewelry experts, tool experts, stamp experts, sport memorabilia, comic experts, Furniture experts, rug experts, military, clothes, music experts, vinyl. There's going to be a large selection of stuff. There's stuff you can't find in a lot of these stores. Like, they all have one little section. Our, our, our dolls, we'll have a section for dolls. I'm going to talk about later on in the show, preparing you again. Um, and about dolls, there'll probably be about 30 feet of dolls in this, uh, this new thing. And we, you know, this place we're going to have is everything from perfumes, to the smell of locker room jerseys, so everything in between. Um, uh, we will all be, you'll be able to consign with us. You'll be able to buy and sell, auction, and if you have a charity, we can arrange for all the charity stuff as well. So if you do want to sell something, donate the money to charity. They, I've never met a charity who will say no to cash, okay? This is very, very important. Now, on this September, we'll buy, like I say, we're going to buy everything. This is stuff we don't want. We're going to pay less for. That's just how it is. And like I say, and we do have, like I say, our guys will be experts. It's myself, Michael, Silent D. Like I say, you don't want an expert, oh, looks at the Maple Leaf jersey and says, oh, blue's a nice color. You know, we are, our expert will tell you when it was sold, what it sold for then, what it'll sell for now, and what it might sell for if the Maple Leafs ever win the Stanley Cup. Ever the jersey will go up in price. Okay? So we've got Rick coming on here. Rick is on earlier on today, but I want to get the numbers as well. I want people to call. I know it's a holiday. I know you're outside the garden planning. You want to know what your garden gnomes are worth. We're going to tell you. Six four, um, 416-360-0740. Rick, how are you doing? Good morning, Paul. How's it going? The show sounds great as usual. How are things? I can't complain. We've got a lot of work in front of me with this new store. I mean, anyone's been to one of the store knows we're bursting at the seams. Bursting. We had, a, like I said, we had a rocking chair that during the day we had to bring it outside and put it in front of the store because there wasn't enough room inside the store. Now, because we're doing everything on auctions, a lot of people, um, they don't realize 
what we do when we get the stuff from them. We're putting this it online. True. We're selling it to the world because the world has more money. This it's true. just simple math with me. Uh, yeah. We want to try and sell to the person who's got the most money or willing to pay the most money for the items. And it's a case of marketing, 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 like you talk all the time about it. You know, Paul, I talk about it all the time because it's true. Uh, we are truly, truly, truly downsizing experts. And anyone that's used us, anyone that's... Uh, uh, called us and asked what it is we do for them and then hire us to do what it is we do for them, has always been pleased and always calls us back for a second, third time round. And, and one of the reasons for that, Paul, is that, you know, we do deal with a lot of seniors, and, and seniors have unique circumstances. They have unique challenges that, you know, only they would understand, say somebody else might not understand. And we're experts in dealing with that because we're dealing with people that, haven't downsized or haven't bought or sold a home in 40, 50, 60 years. They have all this stuff, as you like to call it. All, all these, all the contents in the home that, you know, they need an expert like you, Paul, to go through and tell them, you know, this is what this is worth. And this one here is, uh, really, if you want us, we'll move it, store it, or put, uh, throw it away for you. But you're there to, to pass that judgment onto them. Uh, but there's something else just as important I want to talk about, Paul. Uh, in the news earlier this week, I was listening to how so many people are getting priced out of the market. They can't afford to buy a house because they can't get the mortgages. And I'm here to tell everyone who's listening that, listen, uh, whether it's us selling a home or you're looking to buy a home that, you know, that we're not selling, we'll help you buy that home as well. Because, Paul, we deal with mortgage brokers who have a product for every situation you can imagine, whether you have bad credit, no credit, uh, maybe you can't verify your income. Maybe you took some major hits this year because of COVID. Well, we're here to help you do that, too. So there's no excuse not to own a home or buy a home. We will help you. We will help you get the product that's unique to you to make sure you, that the market doesn't pass you by, as everyone is saying. Now, in some cases, you might have to pay a little more. But just imagine if you had to pay a little more and you bought it to the market, say, last fall. Well, you'd be hundreds of thousands of dollars ahead. So really... Sometimes it costs money not to do it. So, you know, Paul, we're here to help people to downsize. We're here to help people sell their homes. We're here to help people buy homes. We do it all. They don't have to lift a finger. They don't have to stress. We do it all. And, you know, we're so excited to hear about your new location. And, there, and, it's, and it's a tribute to you, Paul, is how busy things are getting and how important what you do is. Because, you know what? People want your help. And that's where, what we're here to do. You know, i got to say something. You just said about prices. I rented another storage uh, um, a, um, uh, a facility, uh, 3,000 square feet, only two months ago. Mm-hmm. So I, this is before I knew that they were going to raise the rent on my, uh, my place in uh, Richmond Hill. They raised right. the rent, by the way, folks, from 22 to $50. So wow. That, it was almost ridiculous. But. Yeah. The place that I rented for storage, which we're going to be filming later on in the week, which is considerably small, we got 13,000, 12,900 square feet at um, on St. Regis. Now, mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. thing here, my um, real estate guy said that if I want to just sublet the place I just rented two months ago, I can right. probably get a dollar to a dollar fifty more per square right. foot on it. Right. Just two months later. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy on that how things are going, but it's you no know some Rick. What we do, 
A lot of people realize they can sell their, I mean, if there's a fourth wave, I hate to even think about this. Okay. But <laughs> the idea is that you can sell your place in Toronto, and how many people are moving out of town? If they're going yeah. to work at home, why not have your home on a beach? If you're going yeah. to work at home, why not have in a country where you don't have to go through traffic just to go to the variety store to pick up milk in the morning? Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There are a lot of people moving out to Alice. We have a house in Allison. They're moving out to Newmarket. They're move, moving away from the city. They're selling and pocketing a million, two million dollars, and getting the same amount of space away from the city. Is this not true? Yes, Paul, it's 100% true, and it just makes perfect financial sense. And, you know, moving out of town isn't like it was, say, years and years ago. Uh, the smaller towns have all the amenities that somebody could want. Uh, so you get to save money by buying something that's way out of town. You get to pocket a million dollars because that's chances are the home they're selling in Toronto is worth twice that, depending on the house. So they can mm-hmm. buy a house, pocket money, and still have uh, amenities around them, including golf courses. Uh, Paul, as you know, we sold that place up in, in Alliston uh, uh, a few months back, and it backed onto a golf course. You know what? Yeah. Imagine, imagine a place in Toronto with that. First of all, we're virtually impossible to find. And second of all, if you do find it, it's going to cost you millions. So, you mm-hmm. know, going out of town, and it's not just for, for people that are a little older. It's, young people are moving out of town, too, because they find it absolutely necessary because Toronto – uh, has become expensive, and uh, you know uh, the, the smaller towns have really expanded. They're really, really quaint and really pretty and really beautiful, and you get sometimes big pieces of property for for bargains compared to what it's going to cost in Toronto. And uh, you're right; we have some beautiful properties coming up in the near future. Some of them are going to be in Toronto, but we have some coming up in Alliston. We have one coming up in Ajax at some point. Uh, we do have New Market, Barry. These are all the hot spots that people want to live. You know, people still want to live in Toronto. It happens to be one of the greatest cities. I don't it sure is. I'm prejudiced. One of the greatest cities in the world, mm-hmm. uh, just from quality of life. And when we get past this little blip in history, people don't appreciate I mean, they do appreciate I'm sorry. People are know how lucky they are to mm-hmm. live in the Toronto area. And right. all the things we can go to, like, like my friend Glenn was at a baseball game yesterday at the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's something you can't do if you live in Winnipeg. Sorry. That's right. That's right. That's right. And we don't have the crime. I mean, we have some, but we don't have all the crime. And it's just a wonderful place. And you know something? The best part about Toronto is the people mm-hmm. who live here. Yes. It's yes. the people who live here. Your yes. neighbors. Yes. The people that... We have a different sense of values in some places else, some other places in the world. That would be the best way to put it. This is true. And I've traveled the world, Paul, and I have to say, I can't imagine living anywhere else but Toronto. It is the greatest city, not just in Canada and in North America, but the world. And that's why everybody wants to come live in Toronto. Or Mm -hmm. or the surrounding neighborhoods, because nowadays, you know, you can hop on a highway, you can be in downtown Toronto to watch a game in, in 30 minutes, no matter where you are. You know, so... Uh, and if you want to go up even further, okay, so it takes now 45 minutes. No big deal. So, you know, we welcome people to give us a call. Help us, uh, help us to help them realize uh, their situation, realize their dreams. I'm going to give out my phone number, Paul, so that people can we, call me. You do have a house coming up in Allison, I know that. And I think yes. we have one coming up in North York, yes. which is just reasonably pretty clean as a whistle. Actually, yes, the one beautiful. in Allison is clean as a whistle. The lawn's cut, I know that. Um, yeah, we know. And that's what people don't realize. When we do a house, 
we'll cut the lawn, we'll trim the bushes, we will clean out the garage. We make it so it's easy to sell. And yeah. we don't want you don't want five thousand dollars standing in the way of selling your million dollar house. On the sure. other hand, you don't want a hundred dollars for your five thousand dollars worth of stuff. I can't put it any more succinctly than that. But you give no, your number out right true. now because yeah, actually got to give it out right now. You know, people can call anytime. If you want to call me tomorrow during the holidays, that's fine too. Uh, they can call me anytime. So I can be reached at four one six. Two five eight three nine seven two. Anytime, even if they just want to chat, get an opinion, get a thought, uh, they can call anytime. I'll always Got return it. the call okay. if I don't answer. And uh, I hope everyone has a great long weekend and a great holiday tomorrow. And um, I guess we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. We're going to be. I'm going to give out the phone numbers again because I want people to call. I mean, the show is direct is really directed by the people who call in. 416-360-0740 or 866-740-4740. You can call in about your Royal Daltons, your gold coins, your China pictures, old programs, beer items, Barbie dolls. In fact, on the dolls again. We'll be right back after these few messages from the friends of the show. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Okay, we're back. Live from the laundry room. The other thing is, you can, if you miss this show, or you have a friend or a neighbor you want to tell them about this show, they can go to Zoomer Radio, write a Zoomer podcast on their computer, and they can you can catch past shows. That's if you really enjoyed what you heard here today. Or, like I said, I wonder what he said about this. You can go and we have stories and we give prices and we give, um, it'll just help you along. If you are thinking about downsizing, you will realize that, oh, he knows about this and he knows about that and he'll buy this. And people ask me, I mean, and they, I know our, our store is called uh, Toronto Gold Silver and we're also consignment heroes, but people say, do you do this? I say, yes, we do it. Everything. What part of everything don't you understand? We do a complete house. Everything in the house, when we're like a butcher, when we're done with the house, there's nothing left of the cow. Oh, that sounded right. But what I'm saying is we do everything. Now, we're going to take, uh, we're going to go to Sandra, but after Sandra, we're going to talk about dolls for a minute. And But I want you to make sure that you can go to those podcasts. It's really easy. Just go to your computer, turn it on, go to or listen to our podcast, listen to some of the other podcasts, 
but they're right there for the last, I don't know how long, I don't know how far they go back. They go back to long ways. I've talked a lot on the radio. Sandra, how are you doing? Sandra. Yes, hello. Yeah, you're calling because you, you're not part of Toronto, and Hamilton's almost as good a city. Is that what you're going to say? Yes, we're better. Better, okay. Thanks. Sandra, how can I help you? I have a salt and pepper shaker set of Nipper, the RCA dog. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just wondered, like, like in a yard sale for two bucks, or if they're worth something. No, no, about twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Uh, if you got the, if they're in good condition, now, yes, uh, usually the salt, yeah. the salt will uh, corrode the inside. A lot of people used to collect. They've never been used. Things. Never been used. Well, that's even better then, because they're not going to be in bad shape. Because mint, and we're going to talk about it later when we talk about these dolls and stuff. There's a difference between stuff in the box or mint condition. Condition is everything. To an advanced collector who's going to pay you a lot of money for something, he wants it to be perfect. Because yeah. if they've been waiting this long, they're waiting for the perfect one to come along. Now, the only thing with RCA, huge, huge company, and was probably given away as a pro- promo when people are buying yeah, radio. Yeah, that's what they're giving away as a promo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, no, but you know something? A lot of times, and I say... If something's got the words collector item or, um, you know, a limited edition, stay away from it like it's covered with, you know, you just don't want it as a collector. If you like it, just to put it out there, yeah, but if you're going to invest in it, no. When something was given away and um, not expected to be kept and expected to be used, it generally has a, um, uh, a larger value to it. Now, here's the other thing about Nipper is the people who collect RCA, once you have a cross-collectible, and this works in many, many, many other items. If you have a cross-collectible, the person who collects salt and peppers, who has to have every one, mm-hmm. or the person who collects RCA stuff, and the person who collect dogs. There are a lot of people who collect oh, dogs. Yeah. I love my dog. I know I've got a friend, uh, Dave, down in Hamilton. He's got a Scotty. He's got about 20 different Scotty little lead figures and stuff like that. Because we love our dogs. I mean, that's yes. just how it is. And well, I had them because I collected eat. salt and pepper shakers, and, and somebody gave them to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I'm trying to explain. Part of this show is to is tell people not just the obvious things, you know, like uh, that you can look up on eBay, but the crosses, the ideas of what drives the collecting community. Because that's what we mainly do. We get rid of everything in the house. But the collectibles are always a surprise because there's no guarantee. When you buy something in 1961 and you get to use it for 60 years, and you, there's no reason, there's no guarantee that it's going to be worth more because you got to use it for 60 years. Yeah. But in some cases, they are worth more because a lot of people say that old thing and they toss it out. I don't know how many times I've gone into, I shouldn't be admitting this, but it's usually at the house, go into a dumpster and say, this. Don't do this. This thing here is two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> You're throwing it out. I once bought a whole dumpster where someone's throwing away perfume bottles for three thousand dollars. I'll just say I'll take it all. I want everything that's in there that you thrown out. Now, but a lot of people and I'm talking about I've said this place the other day that someone was throwing comic books in the garbage. I paid them over two thousand dollars for what they were throwing in the garbage. Yeah, I have I a mean, whole collection of Avon bottles, too. You talk about perfume bottles, yeah. Yeah. Old perfume bottles are worth money. We're going to have a bunch in our 
in our new consignment store, we have a lot of space. So we're going to be putting up, we're going to be doing two things on this new consignment store. And it's going to, Blob, you're going to be very happy. People listen to the show. And unfortunately, I can't do much in August because we can't get in there until September 1. But we're going to be selling the perfume bottles. We're not going to be just selling to the people who come in. We are going to be online with it. We have experts. When I talk about we have experts, I have rug experts. I have perfume experts. I have a gemologist who works for me. And the jewelry. And it's like a lot of people, like a lot of these other, I'm not going not to try and, other downsizers don't have our area of knowledge that we know, oh, yeah, the 15 of these things are worth $5 each, but the 16th thing is worth $3,500. And they don't know that because they just say, here, buy all 15 and get rid of them. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. This is where we will be a little bit different. We'll be showing the stuff. People will be able to come in there. And the same way I send people off to Southworks Antique Mall or my friend at Coppison's Corners, you can see a lot of stuff and see what it's selling for, okay? But we're going to be doing the same thing in our place on St. Regis. We'll be having tools. We're going to have the old video games. Like I said, not only your grandma's stuff, we want your grandkids' stuff. I want those video games. I want those action figures out of the 80s, 90s, and 2000. I want you a G.I. Joe doll sold for $200,000. Okay? So when you have something like that, a G.I. Joe or um, a Star Wars figure, I'm just, we're going, is selling for $18,000. I have all those old Star, my son's old Star Wars toys. Yeah, I have all those things. Star Wars toys, Avon bottles, I got all that stuff lying around. Yeah. Avon bottles are not as good because Avon, here's the thing, perfume bottles are good because the perfume costs, yeah. they Chanel and it costs uh, $72 a bottle. Unfortunately <laughs> with Avon, they were a master at marketing. And here's the case. They market them in different shapes and everything, but if they're inexpensive, they're made out of glass, and they're virtually indestructible unless you really hit it with a hammer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of the Avon doll bottles that are surviving. They have a collectible, but it's only four, five, ten dollars. Where your other bottles might be two hundred, three hundred, four hundred dollars. This is where the difference is. Okay, mm-hmm. and we're selling Avon bottles. We've had them in a couple of times. We usually leave them in lots of twenty because it costs a certain amount to market the stuff. Even and if we're going to ship the stuff as well. But that's a classic case where Avon were good marketers. They came out. They have these these Avon dolls, I mean, bottles, all in really kind of good shape, nice shapes, you know, cars and ducks uh-huh. and elephants and all this stuff. But, and they, a lot of people say, I'm going to save that because I don't have another perfume bottle that's shaped like an elephant. But what's happened is a lot more saved. I, I, go, I go into many houses, it'll be 200 um, Avon bottles, and there'll be three or four of the other ones. The other thing as well, with the perfume bottles, we just had a large collection of them, but it's, if they're still full, that helps. But yes. I know there's people out there, and, you know, you got your husband bought you an Avon bottle, uh, sorry, not Avon, they bought you a perfume bottle, he just didn't like it. He liked it, and he didn't know you didn't like it. You don't have the heart to tell him that he bought you a really lousy gift. But and you just leave it in the drawer for the next twenty years. He's not going to say, "Oh, are you wearing that today?" No. So this is what happens. This is why a lot of uh, perfume bottles end up still full, and I can still get them twenty years later, okay, or forty years later, fifty years later. This is the, the, the what happens with collectibles, and I try and explain this on the show sometimes. 
It's not what you think. You know, you say, oh, I think this is going to become... It's the other stuff I find in the drawer or, or, or lying around the house. And, and, and I don't know how many times they say, oh, that old thing? Yeah, that old thing's worth $390, you know, in today's market. But thank you for the call. Okay, to back to, to my nipper salt and pepper shakers. How much would you say they, they've not been used, they're not in a box, but uh, they're new? The box would help because in the clock case, and we talked about this many times. Yeah, I know. Is the box can be worth as much as yeah. or more than the item inside because I want you to think about your Christmas. Nineteen. Um, I'm not. I'm going to guess. I'm going to say your Christmas as a child in 1980, and you're sitting there underneath the tree, and you're ripping off that pla- off that wrapping paper, and you're ripping it out of that box as fast as you can, and those boxes get destroyed. And they get thrown out right away. And that's what happens to a lot of stuff. Yeah. And every Christmas, I know a lot of listeners are thinking out there, yeah, I remember ripping that wrapping paper off. Yep, I remember ripping up that box. Yep, I remember throwing it away. Yeah. And today that box is worth $300, okay? Yeah. Just how it is. My salt and pepper shakers, you say, are worth twenty, even though they've never been used, or would they be worth more because Uh, they've never been used? Maybe twenty, but no, they made a lot of them. I'm going to say this, they made a lot. I'm going to check right. I haven't checked um, because I've been doing so much other stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you've given me some other subjects to talk about, which I'm trying to help people out and think about how they're collecting stuff. And the other thing about collecting is something that was not popular 25 years ago and is popular to now will get a higher value on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Later on in the show, I'll give you this because my. I don't often go to this computer, but it doesn't seem to be working right now. I'm going to give you the nipper prices a little later on, okay? Okay. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sandra. Our numbers are 416-360-0740. Out of town. I know that's like Hamilton. 866-740-4740. It's not that I hate or dislike anyone else in Ontario. I just really like Toronto. It's just, yeah, I just... In case I know, I'm not trying to snub me. I've been, I grew up in London. I loved it and everything like that. But we're going to talk about the Cheese Boutique for a minute here. Cheese Boutique. Now, they are closed tomorrow. That's the main reason I want you to be listening today, that they're closed tomorrow. Um, Cheese Boutique is on 45 Ripley Avenue, right down the street from my friend Glory Day's Glenn's Place on uh, Ripley Avenue. Now, on the Cheese Boutique, the phone number there is, and you can call them, because they have free delivery if you get a certain amount. Four, copy down this number, or you can go to their site. But it's 416-762-6292. If you're just going to call and ask if they have a certain kind of cheese, they're going to say yes. They got everything. It is an amazing place with 100 different kinds of vinegar, 100 different kinds of hot sauces. I found hot sauces there that I've been looking for for a year. They also have just... Everything there is hand-picked. It's just, and they have a knowledgeable staff. But they're closed on Simcoe Day, August 2nd. The rest of the time, they're open, I think, 9 to 6 almost every day. And it's like, you know, walking in there, you know, I'm going to say this. A lot of people remember, if you, uh, a lot of my guy friends will know, if you walk into a cigar store, that smell of cigars, you know it right away. When you walk into the cheese boutique, the smell of cheese, you know it right away. It's got that neat smell. And, but it, it is, they've got everything. 
they also have meats and uh, it's a complete experience. But their cheeses, he does he does a show on um, I think it's History Channel, maybe the Food Network on cheese. He did six six episodes about cheese. They know their cheeses, and if they don't have it, they know what to suggest. Okay, so this is very important. The cheese boutique is one of the friends of the of the show, and it's an amazing place. Amazing. I'm going to say that I have not had anyone who said, Paul went down there and ah, it was okay. No, it's an amazing place with the stuff they have. If you want the best, if you want to give away a present of cheese, if you want to get delivered. Now, I think you go up to Muskoka and they go to um, Niagara-on-the-Lake area. Okay, they have free, and they deliver inside town, but they do these ones once a week. So the Cheese Boutique number is 40, it's at 45 Ripley Avenue, and it's 416-762-6292. There is delivery. Call them up, find out what the deal is. I know you're going to be happy going there. Now we're going to go to Linda in Port Perry. Linda, how you doing? Maybe not. I'll have to go to Linda in a minute. Maybe I get to talk about my store again here. Okay. Linda in Port Perry, how you doing? Linda? Okay. She's going to come later. But we're going to be talking about my store, and, um, oh, it's Kathy in Port Perry. Somebody in Port Perry. No, it's in Kitchener. Well, we're going to find out. I think it's just experimenting on the board here. My store at Five St. Reeds, we're moving. In case you missed it at the beginning of the show, we are moving. We're still open at 10,341 Young Street. We're still going to take your gold, your silver, your cards, anything we can mail. But we have we have a shortage of room right now. So furniture, and I'm not trying to be mean on anybody, but we'll be able to take your, your furniture in September. It's going to be a very unique consignment store where we're going to, like I say, everything from perfume bottles to, you know, um, tools, comics, art, records, rugs, military. And the stuff that we have online now, the stuff we talk about every week, you can see what we're selling it for. You can see what we're going to buy it for. We'll see what you can consign it for. But I know that it's going to help a lot of people who have been calling us that we've not been able to help for the last month since the blip in history is almost over. And we won't be able to help until September. But then we will be. Our number there is 905. You want to know about the store? 737 Four six five three. My number is six four seven. I want you to copy these down. I, I give them a lot, but I'm, once in a while you gotta have a pen real close and you gotta say, "I'm gonna copy this down." This guy might know something. Six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine. And you're going to need a pen and paper near the end of the show when we are going to be talking about gold and silver. Okay, now we're at Kathy from Kitchener. Maybe. Hello. How you doing, Kathy? Good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm working too hard for too little money, but people have heard me say that. But <laughs> I'm just getting by. How can I help you? Oh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> okay, hey, I actually have... Something. I'm actually not working that hard because every day I love what I do. I just say that, but for I sure. really love what I do. Go ahead. Right, so it never feels like a job then when you love it. it. No. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, I actually have about... 25 to 50 things, which I will talk to you later about. I'll phone you. But okay. right now, I just have two things to ask about. One is, um, uh, oh, I forget what it's called now. Oh, a beer stein. 
I think from uh, from Germany. On the bottom, it says Gertz, G-E-R-Z, West Germany, and there's a number 32 on it. There's another word, but I cannot read what it says, but it has a a scene on it, uh, one, two, three, four people sitting at a table with beer signs. Yeah, and Um, the top looks like sterling silver. I haven't found anything that says it is, but it looks like sterling. Possibly not. From no? computer. If there's sterling, oh. Oh, here's the mark. It'll have the work. It'll have the 900 number on it. Now, it'll have a little 900 in a circle or a little square. If it's silver, they want you to know it's silver, okay? They're proud mm-hmm. of it being silver. So right. it's always marked. Now, the pewter is still worth money, but it's not as good as silver. Silver will also mean that the bottom part of the stein, the ceramic part, is a better quality. Now, they used to be oh. collectible, and they still are, but we put them, the musical ones, we put out for about 30 to $40. And, mm-hmm. and yours says West Germany, which means it was made after 1951. Okay? okay. You had mm-hmm. U.S. zone Germany, and then you had West Germany, Western Germany or West Germany. So mm-hmm. it was made from 51 to about 1970. Now, so that's not old, because these signs, the ones out of the 1800s and 19th and 19th century are worth money. People do mm-hmm. collect them, and because of ceramic, um, the best ones are the ones you look inside, and you can usually see maybe a, a, a picture of a naughty or something like that. Okay, a oh. naughty like a girl or something like inside the right. sign. There's no picture Or the inside. other one will be collected by towns, because they'll say Brandenburg, or they'll say Munich, or something like this, eh? Oh, okay. So that's what you're looking. Other than that, it's more like the same way that people, when you go to Ireland, you come back, you got to bring back some Waterford, or uh, um, and if you go to France, you got to bring, you know, there's collectibles from mm-hmm. that area. Mm-hmm. And like right. go to Germany, um, you'll either bring back that, or you'll bring back one of those Hummel things. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is what happens, and a lot of it, it's still nice. These signs are really nice. The color's great. But they made a lot of them, and there's not so many people collecting them. The music boxes do get a little bit extra, okay? Mm-hmm. But what you can do is you can hang on, give your number, or you can call me because I give out my number. You can give right. your number to Brandon, the producer, mm-hmm. and we'll mm-hmm. talk later on. I'm going to be okay. in Kitchener probably on Wednesday of this week or Thursday. Oh, so okay. I'm going to be out by well, – I have to go out to uh, – Cambridge, and I have going to Kitchener, Cambridge, Guelph area. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping mm-hmm. to. But, you know, you want to make God laugh, you just tell him your plans, okay? Okay. okay. And I'll give you a number. A to... of... Yeah. Oh, Pardon? I got your numbers. I've already written them down. Give me a call during the week. You got okay. mainly talk to me. Just ask to see. Talk to Paul. My, my mm-hmm. staff tries to shield me sometimes because I get a lot of calls. <laughs> but I don't mind taking them, and I, I'll try right. and help as best I can. Okay? Okay. Okay, and I've got a couple other things. I've got um, my grandmother, if she was around today, she'd be around 125. So I have her She'd be famous machine. for old age then. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I have uh, the old Singer sewing machine, but I only have the actual sewing machine now because I had the bottom made into a table. Everyone so does that, yeah. Top of it, yeah. Is the top of it worth anything? No. They no. are. The Singer sewing machines, which last forever, they built these mm-hmm. things. I don't know. Maybe they have to be repaired sometime. But uh, the ones that are worth money are called the featherweights. They weigh 22 pounds. They come in black cases or green cases. 
They mm-hmm. are they all weigh twenty two pounds. They'll go between two hundred and two thousand, depending on the swing arm. They're used for making quilts, and because they're portable, because a lot of the quilting bees, they get ten ladies together and they all go and make quilts. They all have their mm-hmm. own sewing machines, and they weigh twenty two pounds, which even I can lift. Okay, if right. it weighs fifty pounds, when sewing machine does, because Singer made really good ones. Unfortunately, no. And a lot of people are doing just what you did called treadle machines. They are making them into tables, and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully they don't paint them white. You know what I mean? Oh. All the right. kids right now are getting the furniture, and beautiful, beautiful walnut or beautiful uh, oak, and they're painting it white. It's almost disgusting, but it's their stuff. <laughs> they can do what they want with it. Right, but exactly. They ought to talk better. That's all I can say. Okay, I've got one one more thing I'll ask about now. I have yep. also my grandmother's dishes, too. It's one set, but the bottoms have two different things. One of them says Empress 24-karat gold semi-porcelain, Royal Ascot, and the other one says Hampton Royal Staffordshire porcelain. But the pattern is identical on both of them. Oh, yeah, because they would have used transfers a lot of times. But I'm, once it's semi-porcelain, what that means it's not porcelain. The best china is bone china. Okay, the 24-karat gold, they say that on there for people to buy it. You can't get the gold off. And oh. generally, it is secondary. It would be sold in your uh, your uh, Kmart or something like, not Kmart, but at your local Walmart. Kresge. Back then, Kresge, which would have been the main store in a tiny small town. Now, right. Your bone china is mainly comes from, um, like, your Wedgwood, your Ainsley, and we talk about your Paragon, your mm-hmm. uh, Royal Crown mm-hmm. Derby. They would be selling, sold in gift shops, the place that would sell crystal and that, and sterling. And generally, mm-hmm. even those, so don't feel bad, because back then you would have paid a week's wages for your china, and the other ones, um, I mean, your dishes, but the china would have cost a lot more, like, Royal Crown Derby used to be almost a thousand dollars a place setting. Okay, oh. mm-hmm. no, no, he knows something. Minton had a cup. I'm going to just say this aside. Minton had a place, uh, five piece place thing, one cup, one saucer, bread and butter, salad, and dinner. They sold it for thirty two thousand dollars a place oh. setting. They oh. stopped making it because they couldn't make money at it. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's just one of those little known facts in this world, but. On um, your, we talk every week about um, uh, your Paragon and your Ainsley and the, the cups and saucers. I'll get more for one cup and saucer than I'll get for your old china set. We still deal in the china sets. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with them, okay? Right. And a lot of people are changing more because the kids don't want them because they want one that doesn't look like 1940. They want one exactly. that looks like 2020. They want right. to be they all want white. Ikea. Yeah, they um, want Ikea. No, we don't mention places like Ikea on this show. Okay. okay. <laughs> they're, a, they're a big box store, okay? Yeah, I know. I know. But the shame of it is, and it's, you know, it falls partly on us that we haven't taught our kids better to appreciate mm-hmm. good china, good silver. Mm-hmm. The idea when you're eating dinner, when we, uh, that you have everyone there and use the good china. If you've got china in your, uh, and your curio cabinet or your sideboard there. And a lot of times you have your stuff you use every day. People use it once a year. Don't use it once a year. Use it ten times a year. Make it. Mm-hmm. It's good china. 
you know how good do you feel at Christmas time when you have your good china? I know there's other calls You got your good china out, and you got your good crystal and your good stuff, and your kids are all around you. The grandkids are there. What a feeling that is! And you can recreate that by using the good china. But it's like almost a tribute to the people who come over to visit you. I know we couldn't mm-hmm. have that during the blip that went on, but I honestly feel that way. When after the shows and Glenn was helping me. We would have lunch afterwards and have good, everything was on good china, uh, crystal, and a sterling, and we did that. And it made us feel good. And just, it, it's meant to be used. Jewelry's mm-hmm. meant to be worn, china's meant to be used. I mean, I hate it when someone comes into my place and has a sterling, and I give them a price, and I say, here, this is worth $2,100. And they say, okay, I'll wait. And what are you going to do with it? I'm going to bring it home and put it back in the closet. No, don't do that. Use it. But that's just me. Sorry, that was my rant for the day. I will. Yep, that's fine. I agree. <laughs> no, no. But if you give the other stuff to, I can sure I can help you. Uh, just yep. give your number to Brandon, okay? Okay, I will. Or Thank you don't you have much. to. Just call me during the week. If I don't get back okay. to you right away, I will. I just haven't, you know. Sometimes I run out of day before I run out of work, okay? <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you very much for the call. Okay, we're going to go quickly to Toronto. Someone's in Toronto. I don't know who they are. Maybe we're not going there. Oh, they're flashing. Okay. So what we're going to do, I'm going to talk about dolls for a minute. I don't going to run out of show here. But dolls, I need, um, I can't, every week we talk about different items. I try and get, go a little bit deeper into it. Do you know that a the first Barbie in 1959, one just sold for 27000 They usually sold for about 8000 one just over $27,000, but it was in perfect shape, condition, okay? And people talk about your um, uh, cabbage patch, and they do go up to three, dollars $4,000. You should not be throwing these out, even though most of them are not worth anything. But if you have them from the first year, they are going to be worth money. So this is with a dog. I need a doll expert. I'm inundated with them right now. I know about it. It's a Bobby Orr doll. It's um, a Wayne Gretzky doll. If it's a Star Wars doll, it's Star Wars Java, just over $18,000. This is a toy from 1977. They are rare, but that's still $18,000 for something that could be in your kids' toys in the basement right now, okay? Now, it's better if they're in the packages, but this is part of what we're talking about. And is that I say a lot of times, if you have the box, do not throw out the box, okay? And you have uh, Stipe dolls. Stipe, I keep on going. They, one just sold for $153,000 for one of those teddy bears, okay? Now, I'm not saying you have it, but if you did, actually a Louis Vuitton Stipe, which was a special Stipe, sold for $2.1 million for a teddy bear. Okay, and I'm not saying yours at home is worth two points, but it might be worth 5000 or 6000 that you're letting your grandkids play with, and you can go out and buy them a doll for uh, another teddy bear for $8 and keep the $2,000 doll for their college fund, okay? Another one another one just sold a Madame Alexander for $5 million, a modern doll. But most of the one I'm concerned about is some of the older dolls, the 1920s, 1910s. These dolls is where I need an expert to help me out on. 
I have a lot of them just came in. I have a lot of also package dolls. Like I have a Mork and Mindy doll, which I think is great. It's only worth $30. But I can associate with that, but there's other Mork and Mindy dolls that are home at home. And rather than donate them um, or throw them away, I think you'd rather get the money and you can donate the money to the people, okay? Like I said, the Stipe, um, Star Wars one is an 18,000 from 1977 surprises me tiny bit because a 1940 Superman doll, which you might have at home and not even think about it, is worth $25,000. Okay? These are real numbers. These are not, these are not makeup. These are prices that people actually paid for these dolls. Now, condition means a difference, a lot as well. And you think about, okay, say you're, I don't know, you're 80. So your doll was uh, from 1950, and it's a reliable doll who made dolls here. And some of those are $70, $80, And you, for a while, they brought you joy, but it might be now you can get rid of your collection and get some money. Because if it goes to one of these uh, downsizers, they're going to sell for $3. They're going to put them all in the box and sell for $5. This is where we are going to be that different consignment shop for the stuff that is good. Okay. Now, I think, uh, maybe this, I got a number number here, but I can't, I don't think it's there. So we want to go in gold and silver for a minute. The golden, no, I should go back to this. I need listeners to work for us who can work from home. When we expand, we're going to be employing people as well at our place on St. Regis. And I want, if you want to have a job, you can call us at my number, 905-737-4653, where you get to work at home. Now I'm going to talk to the gold and silver. Okay, gold and silver. I know every week we talk about it, and I'm just hoping to save one person some money if they get a second opinion. Now, you know the second opinion thing. Second is not a big number. It's like one more than two. One more than one. You get to two opinions, you're at your second opinion. And I say this because a person came in this week and they listened to the show. I'm happy they listened to the show. But they went across to my neighbor and bought 300 ounces of silver. And they spent $414, more than they would have paid if they came into me. So that's $414, which is almost 20, 10 ounces, a little bit more than 10 ounces of silver, that they got less than if they did the exact same thing with us. Because you pay more for silver, doesn't make it worth more. It just makes you dumber. You didn't do a second opinion. We are considerably less than our neighbor, and people like silver, these guys online, are literally 20% more than what we sell it for. But this guy came over, and I, he's a nice guy, seemed intelligent, everything else. But he says, I listened to the show, he bought it, and then got the second opinion. The thing about getting, and I say this, and it happens twice this week, when you're getting a second opinion, don't do anything in between it. Get your first opinion, see what it is, and get a second opinion. If you're going to sell... You want to know if you're getting an honest. You don't know if you're being honest. And even with us, we tell your people, here, we give me our price. You feel free to get a second opinion. We encourage it. I want you to feel happy. I don't want you to be a year from now say, that Paul Kennedy ripped me off. No, I do not want that to happen. I want you to get a second opinion, and we give our prices. 
So, I mean, and just because a guy's sitting there in a suit and tie and uh, he's, he's all nifty and all that, so who's paying for that suit and tie are? You are when you're paying the $414 extra. So we don't wear that, but I, how do, I, can't, I know I'm ranting a bit on this, but suppose you went to a store and tomatoes are $67 a pound. Are you not going to go out and sign it? That seems like a ridiculous price. I'm going to go get a second opinion. So when you're selling your gold and someone's giving you $15 a gram, you don't know that's a second, but that is really a ridiculous price they're paying you. Like I told you, I went to these one of these places. I went to three of them. They're all dressed up. Nothing else in the store. Store as clean as a whistle. <coughs> Made me jealous because my store never looked like that. But they're all dressed up. Slick back hair. And they go along and they're saying, okay, uh, we're going to pay uh, $800 for your $3,000 worth of gold. And you talk to them for a while and they get up to $1,500. How do you know when they're going to be honest? Getting a second opinion in the store while you're there is not the second opinion. you got to leave the store and get a second opinion from somebody else, probably us. And then when you get the second opinion, which is one opinion more than one, make it two, then you get to go, and then you should be taking the higher number, okay? And it happens if you're buying, like I said, the tomatoes are $67 a pound. You know to get a second opinion. So if someone offers you uh, uh, silver one-ounce rounds at uh, $41, and you can buy them at 38 not as, not as drastic as the $47, but if you can get them at $4 less an ounce, maybe you should be, if you're buying, Buy the one that costs you less. That's a little bit of advice. We're going with this here. Now, gold and silver prices right now. Um, 10 karat gold. If they can't tell you the prices, this is per gram is twenty five forty eight. I ranted on too long. Ranted on too long. 14 karat gold. Write this down. thirty five sixty eight. If they can't tell you what you are, what you're paying, and they can't give you that number, walk out of the store. 18 karat gold, 45.87. These are prices we pay. This is not what it's worth. I'm allowed to make some money, but I'm not looking to retire on every every deal. 22 karat gold is 56.07. Uh, silver, silver dollars, or four quarters, or ten dimes, or two halves per dollar, 16.27. And grams of silver, which other people are still trying to pay you 30 cents. <coughs> excuse me, we're paying 77. Point eight cents per gram. So if you have a kilogram of sterling, which is nine two five, we're going to pay you seven hundred and seventy eight dollars a kilogram. Now people say I go on on and I find out that on um, the business network is this price. We do it in Canadian. I can pay you U.S. if you want, but silver is not pure. It's, it's um, nine two five parts for silver. Now we also buy silver plate. That's the stuff you got as Christmas presents and wedding presents and you never use in your whole life and you don't even want to clean it, okay? So we buy that. Thank you for letting us into your home. Wear a mask. Be thankful for the holiday, whatever it is tomorrow. Simcoe Day. Thank you very much. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.